Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder, and I have another Reddit AITA story for you. This one is called, Am I the Ass Cannot for Going Home After I Overheard My Husband Say He Didn't Want to Bring Me With Him to His Family Vacation? My husband goes on annual vacations with his family. I'm on okay terms with them, but since we've only been married a short time and I don't see his family much, we still have that barrier that keeps us from being completely comfortable around each other. His family arranged for the vacation last week. I, out of curiosity, asked if I could come. She wasn't invited in the first place? That's odd. My husband felt hesitant, also odd, but I told him it'd be a great opportunity to get to know his family better. He agreed to take me and that his family were surprised to see me, but still welcomed me. On the third day of the vacation, his dad, mom, and brothers, and spouses were all sitting at the table outside talking while I was preparing a fruit salad. As I was making my way back, I overheard my mother-in-law say, Did she really have nowhere else to spend the weekend? At first, I had no idea who she was talking about, so I kept on walking. But I stopped once I overheard my husband say, I know, and I didn't want to bring her with me, but what was I supposed to do? You know how pushy she can get. I instantly figured it was about me. I felt so shaken up to the point where I almost dropped the salad. This whole time I was there, I cleaned, cooked, looked after the kids, and this is how they think of me? An inconvenience to them? I quietly booked a ticket and went home on the first plane. He called and texted, but I didn't respond anything other than to let him know I was home. He got back and went off on me, saying what I did was disrespectful and juvenile. I told him I overheard the conversation he had with his mom, but he said I was wrong for eavesdropping and that his family will warm up to me on their terms, so I should stop pushing to be around when they don't feel comfortable with it. Basically saying it was my fault for coming along in the first place. He said that going home like that made him and his family disappointed and gave them a really bad impression about me. I think I might have messed this up and and somewhat ruined it for them as well. Uh, okay, that's, that's the end of that story. Um, I am so confused on so many levels here. Going on vacations with your family without your spouse? Red flags. Being hesitant about his wife going when she asked to go? Also red flags. Then what he's talking about with his mom saying what she didn't have anything else to do. So nobody wanted her there. Nobody wanted her there. And she wanted to go just because it was a great opportunity to get to know them better for them to get to know her better and to try to strengthen that bond. But no one in this scenario is helping that along. Husband certainly isn't. Mother-in-law certainly isn't, and I think those people are both on the same playing field here, but they obviously have their reasons, and we do not know what those are. So, this is difficult. Obviously, she's treated like shit, and somehow has almost believed that she deserves it, because she's feeling bad about it now, but I'm glad that she just packed up and went home. It probably would have been more effective to walk in, confront them both while they were talking about her, and then go home 
if that went south, which it probably would have gone south, but at least there would be a boundary drawn there. In this instance, she just retreated, which means that they won. And she didn't really stand up for herself. They just beat her into submission and she retreated. There are clearly some boundary issues going on here. His dad, mom, brothers, and spouses. Oh, there was an important line. His dad, mom, brothers, and spouses were all sitting at a table outside. The other spouses came. And that was okay, but not her. There's an issue here that OP needs to get to the bottom of, and it's going to take some deeper conversations with the husband, who doesn't sound like a respectful stand-up guy right now, so I don't know how that's going to go, but she's got to figure out what the problem is that they have with her, or why does she give a shit? I don't know. What do you guys think here? Should she care? Obviously, he talks bad about her a lot if the other spouses were okay to come, but she wasn't okay to come, and then the mom, her mother-in-law, said, what, did she not have anything else to do? That sucks. I mean, what does he gain from it, though? Sympathy from his mommy? If anything, everyone gains from her being there. She said, this whole time I was there, I cleaned, cooked, looked after the kids, and this is how they think of me, an inconvenience to them. So she even provided extra value while she was there and was just treated like garbage. She said, am I the astronaut for going home after I overheard my husband say he didn't want to bring me with him to his family vacation? No, no you're not the asshole for leaving. I think that was the least that you could do. You could have done more to stand up for yourself in that moment and said, hey, what is the problem here? Why do you guys have a problem with me? Why do you think it's okay to talk about me like this? Why is it okay for the other spouses to be here? But he's teed her up to be this pushy person. So I'm sure that would just push the pushy narrative even further. So maybe it would have backfired. I don't know that stuff. It, obviously not the asshole for leaving. Wish she would have done more to stand up for herself. Hey, it's Dusty Thunder again, and I have yet another AITA story from Reddit for you. Am I the astronaut for returning home after I found out that my husband booked first class for him and his friend while I got economy? Smooth move, dude. My husband and I, 30s, haven't been on a trip out of country for years, while he goes every year with his best friend. His reasons for going with him is because they go, they both go to attend sporting events. This year, my husband told me I could go with him and his friends since they are visiting a new destination. He paid for my ticket and everything else since I am a stay-at-home mom and have no job. The kids were left with my mom. However, when I found out that he had booked first class for himself and his friend while I got economy, I just couldn't hold my tongue. I confronted him about it and at first he refused to discuss, then... When the argument got heated, he yelled, I paid for your tickets for frick's sake. Isn't that enough? Then kept on about how I should stop acting like I was royalty. And that if I come to think about it, even economy is fine for me since I technically don't work anyway. I cried because of what he said, but decided to just not go altogether. He changed his tone and started begging me to just go with what we had planned, but I declined. I went to pick the kids up from my mom's house, and he came back three hours later huffing and puffing about what happened. His friend sent me a text calling me entitled and said this was the reason why he didn't want my husband to take me with them, and I just proved his point. I did not respond, but I blocked him since he's gotten increasingly rude over the past few months. He, my husband, said I kept crying about being excluded in this this is what happens when he finally decides to include me. Am I the asshole for not settling for economy? By the way, he's perfectly capable of financing the trip. Okay, so um, hubby clearly views his wife as not just less than, but way less than. Said that she is a stay-at-home mom doesn't work, so economy was okay for her because she didn't work. 
that's not even a logical argument, dude. Not just the, you don't work, so economy should be okay. Like, that doesn't make any sense. But also, being a stay-at-home parent is a hell of a lot of work. And we talk about this a lot, but nobody who doesn't try to stay at home realizes how much work being a stay-at-home parent really is. It is a hell of a lot of work. It's also not a job that you can just, like, drive to and do for eight hours and then drive away from. It is a 24 freaking seven deal. And I imagine when he gets home from his eight hour a day job, he doesn't become the stay at home parent. He doesn't take over. This dude just doesn't respect her at all. And clearly the friend has the similar mentality here. So these two, these two brozos like to go on trips together. And um, I don't know if his friend is married, but basically talk shit on her and belittle her and have absolutely no respect for her whatsoever. So I wouldn't want to go on the trip if I were her because it's going to be a terrible time. It is not going to be a good time at all. This is going to be a time where basically you get scraps because you don't work as a stay-at-home mom. Also, OP, you're a stay-at-home mom because your douche nozzle of a brozo husband knocked you up. I don't understand anything about this guy. But unfortunately, this is a common scenario. It's so sad. It's so sad. Hell, it should be the reverse, really. It should, right? Because she's a stay-at-home mom and never gets time to herself and is always on the clock. She ought to be sitting first class while the two bros, though, should be sitting in economy, if anything here. And guess what? That would have saved him money, too. I don't know why he came home. He didn't want to look bad. And if he went ahead and went after this, he would look bad. To who? He doesn't care what his wife thinks. It's probably, what is it? Was it his mom that was keeping the kids? Nope, her mom. It was her mom. But he had the capabilities to give her first class as well and just chose not to because he views her as less than. And this speaks volumes about how he feels about her in their marriage and as a person in general. That's trash. That is a, a trash human being thing to do. So uh, OP, who asked, am I the asshole for returning home, is not an asshole at all. But her husband, let's figure out where he sits here. I don't, I, we don't even need to think about this. We don't even need to think about it. What he said and how he behaved are just garbage human beings things to do. First class asshole, ask on one. Got his first class ticket straight to, straight to asshole town. That came out wrong, but you know what I meant. Am I the astronaut for calling out my fiance's stepdad's toxic behavior in a family gathering? My female 24 fiance, male 24, has had a complicated life. His dad abandoned him before he was born. His mother was a single mother for some years until she met her actual husband, and then they had two kids together. From what my fiance has told me, his mother was very lovely, but his stepdad was a total asshole. Once he had his own kids, he made sure to let my fiance know that he was worthless in comparison to his own kids. I disagree about his mother being nice because she enabled this behavior from her husband to her own kid. But I wasn't there, so I can't know for sure. My husband likes gaming and anime. He has since he was a kid. However, he was shamed by his stepfather because of it. Their relationship is not good, and it's all his stepfather's fault. He never tried to be a parent for him and hated having to keep him in the house. My fiance's grandmother told me this. When he was a teen, everything was an issue, from his hobbies to his friends. Anything he did was wrong. Well, anyway, he's in college now and is studying to be a programmer. He's doing great. His mom invited us over to dinner. We drove there and luckily we didn't have to put up with his stepfather for too long because he wasn't home when we got there. He arrived just a little before lunch was served. After eating, we were hanging out in the living room when fiance's mom asked him about college. He started talking about his grades, his classes, and other school-related stuff. His stepfather asked his sister, who's a senior in high school, if she had been studying. 
She said she did, and he said great because she needs to be ahead for next year. He then explained that his daughter was getting ready because she'll go to law school next year. He's a lawyer too. And then he said the comment that made me snap. He told my fiance that law school was hard and being good at it is something to brag about because everyone can play video games all day, but not everyone can graduate from a serious career. He literally said this. I looked over at my fiance and he was sad. He didn't say anything, but I know him. So I snapped. I told him that if he thought that studying programming was playing video games all day, then he was far more ignorant than I thought he was. I originally planned to stop it there, but then I got caught up in the moment and also told him that he was an asshole for dragging my fiance down on purpose. I also told him that he must have had a miserable life if he's so focused on causing pain to others. Nobody said anything and my fiance asked me to leave, so we did. He's not angry at me, quite the opposite. He thanked me for standing up for him. I made sure that he knows I support and love him. However, he got a message later from his mother about how rude I was for disrespecting his stepdad and how I ruined the day. I honestly don't care and neither does he, but I want to know if I was too rude or not. Question was, am I the ass cannot for calling out my fiance's stepdad's toxic behavior in a family gathering? Hell no. I wish your fiance had done it for himself, but he's clearly been browbeaten since childhood with this and just knew to just take the beating and then move on and try to be happy and survive in spite of this guy. I think mother's issue here is best explained by stepfather's behavior. If this is how he approaches everything, he's got his thumb on her actions as well. He's manipulating everything that she's doing. He's got her convinced what's right and what's wrong. So he's changed her worldview. And now she has to basically filter his feelings to the son as well, which is unfortunate. It may be behind closed doors. She acts completely differently, but if she didn't message him that she wouldn't be standing up for her husband who she has to deal with day in and day out. And I'm sure is putting her through hell. That's entirely unfortunate. And blended families like this are tough whenever there are bio kids involved. It has to be tough to try to, to work that dynamic, but as a parent in this situation, it's pretty easy to know what's right and what's wrong. He just shunned his stepson, OP's fiance, shunned him, has no idea what a programmer does, and is just an ignorant person in general. So OP, no, hell no. Was it too rude? No. You could have gone a hell of a lot farther and it still wouldn't have been too rude but you're going to have to somehow work with your fiance so that he is able to stand up for himself. And him thanking you is probably a good step in that direction because you've emboldened him a little bit, right? Somebody stood up to this asshat of a human being. So he knows now, like he's seen for the first time ever, somebody stand up to this man. And maybe that will give him some, some fuel to, to help him stand up to him at some point anyway, too. It's possible. It needs to keep moving in that direction because while this guy's thumb is on everyone, he's still going to feel the weight of it until he's able to stand up to him and be able to tell him to his face that it doesn't matter what he thinks or what he believes or what he feels because OP's fiance, the stepson in this scenario, doesn't value his opinion. He doesn't view him as a father figure. His opinion means nothing to him. If anything, his words fuel the opposite response. So no, it was a good move. You can do a whole lot more for your fiance here to help embolden him. And it is going to take time because think about how long this has been going on for. But poor dude. Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder, and I have a follower submission for you. This one is, am I the ass cannot for not apologizing to my dad? My mom passed away from graft versus host disease from having leukemia a little over a year ago. She was my family's whole world. My dad and I were the ones with her when she passed. 
My parents had been together for 28 years. It was really hard on my entire family, but we were getting through it together. Fast forward just six months and my dad sits me down and tells me he's talking to a woman. Not just any one woman, but his ex-wife before my mom. I was in total shock because he always talked crap about her and would get upset with my mom for teasing him about her. So to hear he reconnected with her was mind-boggling. Nevertheless, I gave her a chance. After a month of them talking, my dad asked me to meet her, and I agreed. I had a lot of feelings, but I kept them to myself. He's my dad. I want him happy. When I got to my dad's, he informed me that we were not just meeting her and her youngest son. All of my dad's children are adults. We were moving them into the house my mom had built but never got to see. I asked him if he thought he was moving too fast, and he just said, I'm old. So I met her. And she was not someone who my family normally keeps around them. I was surprised because my dad is super reserved and cares about how he presents himself, and this woman does not. When I brought concerns to my dad, he told me that I just didn't understand, and I needed to be happy for him. So I took a step back and just waited to see how things would play out. Several things have happened where we have tried talking to my dad about his girlfriend, but he just says it's an adjustment period. A few weeks ago, we celebrated a year of my mom's passing. My brothers and I believed it would just be us and my dad, even leaving my husband at home. But the day before we were supposed to meet him, he let us know plans changed and he was getting him and his girlfriend a hotel at the location and we could meet them all for lunch. This caused my brother to bail out of the day. I ended up taking my husband with me because I needed the emotional support and on the day I just wanted to spend it with my dad. We were the last ones to see my mom alive and it meant something to just hug him. Over lunch I noticed a ring on girlfriend's finger. We didn't finish lunch. I said I wasn't feeling well and my husband and I left and celebrated my mom on her own. My husband comforting me, saying my dad wouldn't get engaged without telling me. Two days later, we show up to my dad's for his promotion ceremony. Right before we head out of his house, he casually informs us that, oh, by the way, girlfriend and I are engaged, and she's going to be introduced as my fiance and be the one giving me my promotion. And then he walks away without letting any of his children speak. I was feeling pretty angry and hurt, particularly because when he came up for this promotion months ago, he asked me to be the one to present it to him, and he tells me 30 minutes before that he's engaged and it's just going to be her. We come from a small town, so despite the bomb that was just dropped on us, my brother's husband and I still attended. I did let my dad know beforehand, though after the ceremony, that we would be going home. Not out to dinner with him because we needed some time to process. He was super irritated and responded with, Excuse me for thinking we would celebrate as a family. I didn't reply because I was angry and didn't want to say something I didn't mean. The ceremony happens, his girlfriend presents him with the promotion and exclaims, Let them eat cake! Which was strange. And after saying hello to a few people who I've known my whole life, my husband and I decide that it's time to leave. As we're walking outside, I see my dad standing there while girlfriend and her son are sitting on the bench. I tell him, congratulations, and that's when things go south. He starts ripping into me, in public, for being rude. He's telling me he didn't raise me to be such a rude person, and he can't believe I would act like this as a grown woman and how disappointing I am. I calmly ask what I had done, and girlfriend responded with, You look right in my eyes and did not say hello. I calmly responded back with, I did say hello, however you did not. And she audibly gasped, which sent my dad into a further rage. He told me not to speak to her that way, and she would never lie to him. She then chimes in with, I'm not the monster in this story, I'm the princess. Mind you, they are both over 50. At this point, I had had enough public humiliation and told him he's letting his children down. When I was walking away, he screamed that I was never welcome in his home again, so I told him he was being an asshole and have not spoken with him since. My middle brother wants me to apologize and just sweep it under the rug, but I told him I will not. I'm not sorry, and believe our dad owes me an apology. So, 
Am I the asshole? This is a lot of information to process in a very short amount of time, which I guess is kind of the theme of this whole story. <sighs> so dad decided to move on and not just move on, but move on with his ex. Go ahead and move her into his, you know, the home that was going to be his wife's home. And then basically start inserting her into every spot where his family would have filled before, but still expected them to just be jolly and uh, and be, be there for the ride. I don't know if you can expect that in his shoes. I don't know if you can expect that, you know, certainly he has the right to be happy. And I don't think anybody in his family would deprive him of that right. I think him moving on so quickly signaled to them that their mom didn't mean as as much as they thought she did to him. And maybe that's the case, or maybe it's not. Maybe he just really needed that companionship. Maybe this is him coping. Maybe this is just his way of dealing with the depression of his wife passing, is by needing to move on, which obviously isn't a super healthy thing to do. Him automatically prioritizing her where his wife was before, instead of giving some respect to where the kids are in this hierarchy, I mean, just automatically just boop. She's top dog now, guys. Just deal with it. Get on board or get out. That I don't think you can expect anyone to be okay with. And I don't know what he's thinking here, not seeing what's happening. Either the girlfriend is an expert manipulator and is just playing him like a fiddle, which is entirely possible to try to create distance between him and his kids. And maybe there's money behind it. Who knows what the reasons are, but she could be manipulating this chasm that's being created, or he could just need someone so bad that any threat to her not being there for him, he's going to lash out at. And that's not a healthy thing either. That at least makes it less evil on the girlfriend's part, but it makes it more concerning on their dad's part. There are no good answers here for what's going on. There are no healthy answers, and this is going to be a really tough thing to move forward with your dad with. Space is a good thing right now. Distance and going no contact, at least for a little while, is probably the right play. If he is using this as a coping mechanism, he's going to need time to figure out what the hell he's doing. If she is playing him like a fiddle and is getting ready to take everything that he has, I think you wish you could stop that by speaking up, but he's not going to hear anything you have to say right now. He's not going to hear anything. If it's bad about the girlfriend right now, he is not going to hear it. And it's going to cause that chasm to grow wider. So play the long game here. Hey again, it's Dusty Thunder, and I have another AITA story for you. This one is from Reddit, and it is called Am I the Asconaut for Uninviting My Mother-in-Law from My Wedding After She Tried to Sabotage My Wedding Dress? My future mother-in-law has never been a fan of me, 26 female, for the entire duration of mine and my fiancé's 29 male relationship. I'm not honestly sure why it is that she's always disliked me and been cold to me, but after multiple attempts over the years to build some type of relationship with her, we've been together for four years, nothing has worked. She couldn't give two shits about me up until the wedding planning started a few months ago. My fiancé and I are paying for the majority of the wedding ourselves, while my dad and stepmom are financially contributing as well. Mother-in-law and father-in-law have not contributed at all, but mother-in-law is giving her opinion on things as if she's footing the bill. This is shocking. I am completely caught off guard. You should make the things this color. Make sure you have the dish on the menu to be served. Don't do an open bar unless you want people being too rowdy. Make sure me, my sister, and cousin are sitting front row at the wedding ceremony, etc, etc. My fiance and I are absolutely sick of this. Every time she tries to give an opinion, we politely shut it down and tell her we have it under control. 
but she just never gets the hint. Before she became such a nightmare, I regretfully invited her to come dress shopping because I didn't want her to feel left out. While a few weeks ago we went dress shopping, my mom and close friends came too, I found my dream wedding dress. I have a curvy hourglass figure and I found a dress that shows off my figure perfectly and makes me feel gorgeous. The dress is kind of revealing, low cut on the chest and mermaid style, but that is nothing that I'd be ashamed of my family and friends seeing me in. My mother-in-law, on the other hand, hated the dress I chose. She made sure to express that to me multiple times. She even went as far as to say, This is a wedding, not a strip club. I don't like it. Well, I bought the dress anyway, since I'm the one paying for it all. Last night, my fiancé and I are cleaning up after dinner, and I received a call from the shop I ordered my dress from. They were calling me concerned because apparently a lady, my mother-in-law, called pretending to be me, wanting to switch the dress I chose to a more appropriate dress. The sales associate realized that it wasn't my phone number that called to make the change and called me immediately to confirm before they changed the order. I was livid. My fiancé heard the entire conversation and was livid as well. He called his mom to confront her and she fessed up after denying it a few times. I told her she's so bothered by my dress to consider herself uninvited from the wedding and hung up on her. Safe to say she is not happy. She's been calling both my husband and I nonstop trying to defend herself, but I've had enough. I feel bad for my fiancé because he won't get to have his planned dance with her. Did I take it too far? Am I the asshole? What? Too far? Too far? You were so far away from, from the amount of far that she took it that you could, on top of this, also call the newspapers and fake report her obituary so that everyone who knows her starts calling. Her husband, and they're like, I'm so sorry for your loss. And they start sending flowers and stuff. And you'd be like, yeah, it's not cool, is it? Too far. Not far enough, I say. Mother-in-law's obviously in Ascon one times a bajillion territory here. And I would like to hear the audio recording of the phone call where she called, pretending to be her son's soon-to-be bride, changing her mind on the dress. Ah, uh, yes, well, I was there the other day, uh, picking out a dress for my wedding. Well, the dress was what I was after, but I ended up with a G-string. Anyway, I have been thinking about the dress that I chose, and I think, um, I think my bosoms feel a little too revealed and I would like to cover them, cover them up with something that's a bit more um how do you say uh pilgrimy um ex excuse me is this is this are you sure you're her this you sound an awful lot like the crazy mother-in-law that was there that day are you sure you sure oh yes I'm quite sure this is me I've just had a change of heart <laughs> you know how that goes okay tell you what give me a few minutes I'm gonna call my manager and just authorize this and we'll call you back right away I suppose that's all right. Thank you. Click. Boop, 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 boop. Yo, pretty sure your mother-in-law just called trying to swap out your dress. Bitch did what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't her. Told you it wasn't her. That's how I see that playing out. No, you didn't go far enough. You could do a whole lot more here and still be okay. And uh, I think you know, based on experience, that at this point, if she does show up to the wedding, she's gonna ruin it. Or do her very damned best to. So maybe get security anyway. Just in the off chance that even as uninvited, she still shows up. Because you're going to need him. Otherwise, bridal party's going to have to handle it. And bridesmaids kicking people out is never a pretty sight. Groomsmen will do it. But they're going to do it drunk. And you might get sued afterwards. So maybe hire security. Not a bad idea. Maybe you have an uncle that will just stand there and, uh, and take the gig for you. I don't know. But maybe have security. 
Hello again, it's Dusty Thunder with an AITA story for you. This one is Am I the Astronaut for Not Letting My Miracle Baby Niece Be My Flower Girl at My Wedding? My 27 female older brother and sister-in-law, both mid-30s, just welcomed their first child a year and a half ago after years of trying. After many failed attempts, sister-in-law was told that she wouldn't be able to conceive due to a medical condition she has. They finally got pregnant. Since having my niece, the baby has been the center of attention at every family event we've had since she was born. Birthdays, weddings, family get-togethers, you name it. Now don't get me wrong, I love my niece, but it can get a little too much when my sister-in-law goes on and on about how long they try to conceive, complications they've had, miscarriages they've had, etc. Like a little too much info. Many family members have commented on how it's a little bit excessive but no one has said anything because they don't want to sound like an asshole. Anyway, I'm getting married in the spring and my brother and sister-in-law approached me last weekend about having my niece be the flower girl. Now my fiance, 35 male, has two children, 10 male and six female from his previous marriage. His son is one of the groomsmen while his daughter had asked to be our flower girl when we told them the news that we were getting married a year ago as it's something she always wanted to do. So of course we said yes. So I explained this to my sister-in-law when she asked about my niece. She asked if my stepdaughter can just carry my niece with her. I said I don't think she'd be comfortable with that considering she's six. She then asked why I can't give that role to my niece and allow herself to carry my niece down as flower girl. I said no because I already promised to my stepdaughter. She then started going off about my lack of effort to incorporate my niece is disgusting to her. I should honor her in some ways since I know how long and hard they tried for my niece. Now I may sound like an asshole for this but I kind of got fed up and snapped and said incorporate my niece how? By the time the wedding comes around, she'll be two years old. The entire family already knows your story about how long and hard you guys tried for her. What more do you expect me to do to honor her? She started crying and said that clearly I don't love my one and only niece and I'm letting her down. I said, of course I love my niece and obviously she's going to be involved in pictures and stuff, but I'm not going to let my stepdaughter down by giving my niece a role she's too young to remember anyway. Well, now sister-in-law and my brother are pissed off with me for not letting my niece be the flower girl and are running around telling the rest of the family I don't love my niece. My mom had been trying to stay neutral, but thinks my stepdaughter would understand if I explained to her that I need to give the role to my niece. I'm firm in my decision, though, and my fiancé is thankful that I didn't let his daughter down. Am I the astronaut for not allowing my niece to be the flower girl? No, this is, this is dangerous. Uh, it's dangerous because if you bump your bonus daughter out of this role, that could potentially be damaging for your relationship with her for life. Your niece isn't going to remember this. You're right. And although your brother and your sister-in-law are going to hold a grudge for a long time, they'll eventually get over it. So Candy Thunder and I have a miracle baby too, and she's a lot younger than the rest of the kids, and she will naturally become the center of attention at family events because she's the baby right now. And because it takes multiple people to wrangle her and because that's just how it goes but we're not selling it we're not like this is the miracle baby right here at every family event we're not doing that we barely ever talk about the process of leading up to her i don't know if they feel like they work so hard that they've got to sell it over and over and over again but uh they're selling it over and over and over and over again and they don't need to i don't understand why they need her to have all that attention at this point maybe i'm wrong here i I feel like it would be a very hurtful move for OP to bump her bonus daughter out of this role. That would be the wrong move that would cause the most damage to her life in general and her ability to have a relationship with her stepdaughter. And the only person she's going to piss off by saying no are 
her brother and his wife, who at this point and at this trajectory are going to be pissed off if she isn't allowed to like be the maid of honor or something. I don't know. They're not going to be satisfied. You're going to piss them off eventually. You might as well stand your ground here because you're in your wedding day. You're allowed to do shit like that. Every other day of the year, nope. This is the one time when you're you're able to do this, so do it. That's where I'm at. You're not an asshole. Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder with another AITA story from Reddit for you. And this one is a whopper. A whale. A giant wildebeest that will take two videos to cover. Am I the astronaut for wanting my boyfriend to come straight home after work on some days to help me de-stress after taking care of our four-month-old son all day? Hey guys, hope y'all are keeping safe. Sorry for my roundabout story, but I hope you guys can advise me. I, 32 female, had an argument with my boyfriend's 32 male brother, 24 male, yesterday because he asked me why I was mad at my boyfriend when he came home. My boyfriend is an IT guy in a section of our government. He likes to go to the sauna almost every day. He says to distress from work from about 5 p.m. to 8 to 9 p.m. He goes to the sauna every day from 5 to 8 or 9 p.m. Three or four hours? If it's not the sauna, he goes to have a drink with friends. Because of the Rona curfew, he has to get home by 9 p.m. Now, I have no problem with him wanting to relieve stress or having time with his friends. Everyone needs this. All I have asked of him is to compromise and come home early on some days so I can take a break for an hour or two. Take a bath at peace or eat without my kids screaming to be carried. I'm a first-time mom at 32, a stay-at-home mom, and my son has refused to bottle feed so I can't supplement with formula. Basically, this means I have to be around him 24-7. My brother-in-law knows all this as he's been staying with us for about five months now. So yesterday while arguing, he implies that my mental health is not important because my only reward should be my child's well-being and that my boyfriend's mental health is more important and that I should give him a break and I'm not being fair. He also said that me being stressed is stressing them both out and making things uncomfortable. And the last thing my boyfriend needs is to come home and see my frustration when he needs to relax. Now, I'm not asking for too much and I see red flags whenever someone makes me feel like this. Is there another perspective to this that I'm not seeing? We're just going to get some red flags flying here from the get-go of my thoughts on this because that's all it is. This is red flags all over the place. It doesn't sound like he's always been this way. It sounds like this started after the baby was born. But what in the hell kind of father is like, you know what? I just can't even, can't even handle being around the kid or my wife who, who just had a baby. I can't, I can't handle being around them. So I'm going to either go to the sauna or go hang out with my friends. But this guy just can't cope with the fact that he has a kid. And how, again, does he not realize that there's another half of the equation here and that his wife is literally working 24-7 right now and is just a machine. And I think this is one of the things that whenever Candy Thunder and I had Navy, it had been so long that we forgot about that part. We forgot about in the beginning, you are literally just bare bones, basic human being trying to survive because everything is difficult and things are happening 24 seven and it is stressful as F. But he clearly isn't part of this at all because he doesn't understand. So he just expects her to deal with it all. I feel like this is this is what would happen in a movie from 1932. You know, where it's like, 
Husband gets off work and goes to the bar to sit and have drinks with his friends. And they're smoking cigars. And they've got a rocks glass with gin in it. And they're like, oh, Sherry's at home. I'm not going home until that baby's in bed. <laughs> That's the kind of crap that I'm vibing from this, right? It's like that is in no way, shape, or form acceptable anymore. You have to be involved as a parent, and taking that route and leaving it all on your wife is going to lead to her snapping. And her snapping isn't good for anyone. And then you're going to have to learn how to just full-time take care of a kid because she's snapping, and you've got to jump in and do something. This is this is not the path anymore, man. It's not the path. You're expected to actually give a shit about your partner's feelings and what they're going through and not be the only one who takes a freaking three to four hour sauna day every day if he's not hanging out with his friends. While the mother of this child gets no break at all. This is a problem. This is a complete imbalance of the equation here that I just don't understand. I do not understand this at all. So, um, OP, no, you're not an asshole for wanting a break and expecting your husband. Wait, she said boyfriend. Boyfriend. Yep. Okay. Boyfriend. That does change things. Unfortunately, that does change things. This is him freaking out, not being able to accept this at all. Um, And I'd say that this is in a scary condition here. But if he's going to be like that, I mean, she's raising the baby right now without him anyway. So even if he does geek and leave, then it's not like she needs him to do that. But if they're approaching this financially from a duo position, gosh, that makes it even worse. It's more complicated now, that's for sure. And here's the update to the Am I the Asconaut for wanting my boyfriend to come straight home after work on some days to help me distress after taking care of our four-month-old son all day. When he goes to the spa or sauna, sauna, for three to four hours every day after work, if not hanging out with his friends. I suppose this falls under relationships, but just wanted to let you guys know how it went. I left my boyfriends to go rest at my mom's. During that week, my boyfriend never reached out to me even to check if we arrived safely or to ask about our son. And that was the answer I needed. End of the week, I texted him to ask if I could pick up my things from his place. I told him things weren't working out as he clearly didn't care about me and we weren't a priority to him. He said he didn't see what he had done wrong, which is why he had kept quiet and didn't reach out. He said by me moving out, I was taking his son away from him. Yet he spent three quarters of his free time out of the house in the sauna three to four hours on a weekday after work and eight hours on the weekend every day. Holy shit. It got worse. Eight hours on weekends every day. Wow. He said he didn't see the point of coming home to babysit a four month old who needed his mother more. All I wanted was for him to come home after work on some days and take care of the baby while I shower in peace or eat food. He said it's clear I wasn't ready to have a child because he knows women who work nine to five jobs and still come home and cook and take care of the kids, implying that I'm failing because I need a break for an hour. He said we could reverse roles and he wouldn't complain at all. When I told him he should be bonding with the baby, he said he'll take over when he's a toddler and easier to handle and that kids can be bribed with money and trips and they'll be your best friend. Dude's got a solid understanding of kids, right? Jeez. I did not make the decision to end this just because of this issue. It was a combination of all red flags, but to be honest, this was the last straw. I was running out of fumes, exhausted physically and mentally, and I was asking him to help, but he decided without talking to me about it that I didn't need a break. I believe he wants to live his life as a single man, but enjoy the benefits of a relationship. Sex, companionship, good housekeeping, and food. And when he comes home, that's not just how a relationship works. For a while, he made me feel like I was asking for too much, and that I was crazy for asking for a little consideration, like I wasn't worth fighting for. 
I felt it was wrong, and talking to you guys on here on Reddit strengthened my resolve. We are now officially exes, and to be honest, I don't feel like it's a loss. I only feel stupid that I chose this person, and I'm tied to him for the rest of my life. And now my child is the one who suffers from my choice, and not having a good father around him every day. Thank you to everyone for your encouraging comments and messages. You made me feel much better about everything, and like I wasn't alone. Y'all are awesome. XOXOXO. Edit, the comments were unlocked a while after the post was approved. Sorry. Edit the awards. Thank you so much. Oh, no. I mean, yay. But, man. Why? Hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute. This man is 32 years old. 30 damn two years old. Going on 19. Because this is how a 19-year-old dude reacts. Not a 32-year-old dude. This sucks. This sucks, and I know this happens every damn day. This is something he's going to regret in 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Down the road, it will come, and he's going to feel the regret from this. And it is going to be poison that he is not going to be able to get rid of. And this is going to be even harder for him to fix down the road. So, I mean, ball's in his court now, and you just make the best of the life that you have in front of you with what you've got. You have no other choice there. You make the most of what you have, which is you and your child right now. But it could have been so much more. And that's the shit part, is that humans are trash. I guess. Hey, Dusty Thunder here, and I wanted to thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed that content, and if you did, please make sure to like, subscribe, and most importantly, share. Also, you can find swag and so much more at dusty-thunder.com, and you'll find even more content on all of our platforms. We're on TikTok, YouTube. We now have an official Facebook page that we'll be posting stories to as well. We have podcasts on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and so much more. You can see all of our content platforms on Linktree, which is linked in my bio. Engage with us wherever you're enjoying content and do your best to avoid the astronauts today. Thanks again.